Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, I'm Sean Callahan, And I'm Mark Shank. And this week, we have another guest storyteller on the podcast. You might notice some differences with the audio because Sean has been doing a bit of experimentation, a dangerous thing, we all know. Uh, he's been using Zoom and uh, recording over the internet. So in this episode, Sean was sitting in Melbourne, Australia, and our guest was in New Jersey. Yes, yes. So we're trying this out and uh, it seemed seemed to go pretty well. So we'd love to hear any feedback on, on what you think about well, we it. We hope there's no feedback. on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. No, no, no audio feedback. No. Um, so, yes, this is one of our customers. Uh, she's come along to sort of tell us a story. So I'll let it introduce herself right now. So hi, my name's Karen Stanton. I'm the Global Marketing and Branding Director for IFF, which is International Flavors and Fragrances. Um, and it's a pretty cool company and everybody's probably interacted with um, one or more of our products at least once or twice today. So if anybody has taken a shower and used shower gel or shampoo or had a beverage or a snack today, you've probably interacted with one of the ingredients that comes from our flavors or fragrance business. So what the story that I want to share today is um, the story of the backwards bike. So the story of the backwards bike is, is, is one from Smarter Every Day. And, um, and so this is a, it's a bike. And actually a welder was playing a trick on, um, on, a, on, this, um, on this engineer initially. And so it's a regular bike, but he welded the handlebars on the opposite way. So, you know, everybody knows how to ride a bike, but if you want to turn right, you turn the handlebars to the right. And if you want to turn left on a bike, you turn the handlebars to the left. But if you can imagine the backwards bike means that if you want to turn right, you actually have to turn the handlebars to the left. And if you want to turn left, you have to turn the handlebars to the right. So I can explain this to you and you can say, yep, conceptually, I get it. But when you get on this bike, I guarantee you that you can't ride the bike because instinctually inside every one of us who knows how to ride a push bike is you get on your balance and then, and then you start to ride. But because this is a completely different mechanism and instinctually everything goes against, uh, against us when we, when we want to, to, to make this bike work. So it takes a lot of training and a lot of concentration to rethink and learn how to ride this bike. So, so actually what I ended up doing was getting one of these bikes. And every time I would go into one of these meetings, I would bring this backwards bike and I would simply start off by explaining, all right, if you want to turn right, turn the handlebars left. If you want to go left, turn the handlebars right. Everybody got that? Everybody said, yes, of course, no problem. I put 50 bucks on the table and said, anyone who can ride this bike, it's $50. I had lots of volunteers, as you can imagine. And um, a lot of people who wanted to ride the bike because 50 bucks is 50 bucks. And uh, so a lot of people tried and many, 99.9% of people couldn't ride it. And so I was able then post, you know, telling the story, having people experience the story to talk about how difficult change is. And how when we, the first encounter we have with doing something that feels so different to what we're used to doing is to say, okay, well, I don't know how to do this and give up. But actually with some perseverance and with some, um, some attention and concentration and purposeful attention, 
we can actually learn how to do things in a different way. And so what it enabled me to do was to uh, bring a story, actually tell a story, bring the story to life, and actually to have people reflect and say, you know, it's okay that, that I, I know why I want to change. Um, instinctually, I want to do that, but my, but my very nature is to not do that. So actually being okay with that and saying, all right, I need to purposefully change some behaviors in order to be able to move in the direction we want to move in. Hey, tell me, you said it said that 99.99% couldn't write it. <laughs> it suggests that someone could write it. Do they yeah, just have, so, have you know, experience it, with a backward bike or what? Yeah, no, I still can't ride the backwards bike. It's very embarrassing. But um, <laughs> I, there was, I, I actually had a couple of, so we had the son of somebody who was working in the organisation and he just happened to walk past and saw the bike and said, oh, can I ride the bike? I was like, yes, you can. And, um, and he spent about an hour in the, in the hallway just just really like uh, paying attention to um, to what it would take and just kind of got the feel for it and ended up being able to ride the bike. So what do you reckon, Mark? Do you think you can uh, ride a backwards bike? Well, I do. I know it's... I saw the video, the YouTube video in December. I was in Amsterdam running a program for one of our one of our clients over there. And I saw that backwards bike video and it's fantastic. It goes for about 10 minutes and you can't ride it. And no one could ride the, uh, ride the backwards bike. And I've heard Karen's story there. And I know logically that I can't ride the backwards bike, but there's a little voice inside me going, yeah, I'd that 50 bucks is mine. Is that right? <laughs> uh, but it, it, it kind of goes to the point of what Karen, the point that, that Karen's making with that story, that even though we, you know, we know things uh, at, a, at a cognitive level, it doesn't mean that our behavior, our behavior changes. Yes, so, that's right. It's, um, uh, even though I know I, you know, logically I can't write it, there's a little voice that says I can do it. Interesting, interesting. And the, I guess the, I, I really do love the, the idea, isn't it? It's, it, it, Reminds me of that story that, uh, you know, I think we've told before around uh, the gloves on the table, you know, with the factory. Uh, from John Cotter. Yeah, John yeah. Cotter's story. The heart and, of change. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you really need a, a visceral experience of something to really understand it. And I've not had it with the backwards bike. Right. No, exactly. I think your mind would be changed rapidly Definitely. as soon as you jump on Definitely, it. which is the reason that Karen uses that experiment to demonstrate on stage so that people have the experience. Imagine the stories that people are telling after having had that experience. Yeah, in, indeed. It's very much what we call a story trigger, isn't it? Indeed. The the thing too, I think, about this, this story is that it kind of provides a model for any listener, any leader to try themselves, right? So they could go and go, okay, I've got a big transformation. I really need people to understand that, you know, you can listen to this logically and rationally and think the transformation will happen. But reality is change is hard. You know, we're going to have to put some concerted effort. You know, we're going to have to probably do a bit of practicing. You know, you're going to have to put it into play and try it out. Um, and until people understand that and see, you know see that whole thing happening using the backwards bike, and the nice thing is, I reckon you, a leader would hear that and go, "I wonder what our version of the backwards bike might be." 
You know, when you told really me, interesting, interesting innovations there, perhaps. Yeah, when you told me that Karen had gone and bought a backwards bike to do this demonstration, I was really impressed. Like it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can just jump on the web and uh, they'll, 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 you can buy one and get <laughs> it to deliver via to you. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, ship you via Amazon. Yeah, so. You know, I think that's a fantastic element of this as well. Yeah, and that principle of show don't tell. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a vital one, and and it's and it's the one we use all the time. You know, change is hard. Change is hard. We'll have to we'll have to work very hard to get this change. And yeah, yeah, um, people that's don't tell. It's backwards bikey show. Yeah. Now, I think the other thing I, I really love about this story is that I can visualize it. I can see Karen up there. I can see her with the backwards bike. Maybe because. Uh, I've had, I've seen the video like yourself of the backwards bike in operation. So I can kind of see those cogs, you know, in the, you know, in the in the sort of steering element. That, yeah. You know, so that, that it send the wheels in the other direction. The, the one that the welder. It's quite. In. It's quite a sophisticated little bit of jiggery there, isn't it, to make that happen? Yeah. Um, so I can see that. I can sort of visualize her, you know, sort of standing up there and giving that presentation. And I just love the way she set it up, you know, to sort of say, okay, guys, you know, this is the backwards bike. You turn left, it goes right. Yeah, yeah, you understand that. You know, turn right, goes left. Everyone got that? Everyone understand? Yep, yep. So you could ride the bike, given you got the instruction. Yes, I could ride the bike. 50 bucks, you can't ride the bike. You can just imagine people going, well, there's, there's a challenge. I'm up for that. So... In terms of the visual impact of the story, it's I reckon it's quite good. I think you could go one step further, though. Yeah, and, and really hone in, really focus in on a time when. Yeah, like when you get one of the people up. You know, you can imagine, you know, the cocky young fellow from engineering jumps up and he goes, yep, I can, I can do this, and, and how he jumps on the bike and he's sort of shaking, you know, because he can't get it up and running. Next thing you know, he's practically running over Karen on the stage. <laughs> you know, something which relives that a moment, a specific moment. This is something that leaders have a lot of trouble with, I find. Yeah, just getting down to the details. Yeah. Sort of... We have to change the way we think. It's the opposite of what we think. Yes. The normal way we think is we have to take something to a higher level, to a more conceptual level. To pe- but no, you need to go the other way. I was just yesterday uh, at a, a meeting of senior executives and we we're helping them with their strategy story. And one of the senior executives told his version of the story. And and at the end of it, he wasn't 100% happy with it. And at the end of it, he turned to everyone and he sort of said, uh, maybe we need to bring it higher level, you know, and, and and really tighten it up. So his, if you like, gut reaction is to go higher level. But in fact, what he needed was to go deeper in a few moments to get these lovely, rich things would have changed his voice, changed his excitement, his people would lean into it. All the good things that happen when you tell, you know, a specific concrete moment. So that's, I think there's something in it. We've been taught, these leaders have been taught over and over again, abstract, get higher level. Be more conceptual, bigger words. Yeah, yeah. And it's working against them. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think that could actually make a big difference. Yeah, uh, just adding in that time when. Yes, exactly. And it'd be, be, make it more interesting. Yeah. Now we do bang on about the fact that, yeah, it's so important to have a, you know, sort of a relevant statement at the begin, beginning. Now, I think Karen had a relevant statement, but maybe not as strong and as clear as we would like to hear it. 
to really guide that story, you know. Yeah, but I am pretty sure that on stage... And on the day. And on the day, Cameron would have yes. a really clear relevance day because she's doing it for a very specific purpose and... Oh, in, but in the telling that we've just heard in the podcast. Yes. Yes. The, yeah, I think you're right. Opportunity for a clearer relevance statement. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I think there's some really nice elements to that. I can, I can sort of really picture it. And I love the fact that people can then take this and they can do their own, their own backwards bike version, right? Yeah. What do you reckon? Where would you, where would you use it, do you think? Well, I, I guess... Uh, before we move on to that one, yeah. the, the other thing I like about this, or maybe an opportunity to make that story even better, is I would love to know where Karen first saw the backwards, backwards bike oh, and how yeah. she felt when she saw it and, and the moment when she realised she could use it to make this point. You know, that, that insight that, that you would get from that, uh, that piece of information doesn't have to be much. No. I no, think that no. would be a really valuable yeah, people addition. Would like, yeah, people would like to hear that, I think. Yeah. I think you'd have to be thinking about how much you reveal... At the beginning of the story, you know, as you're doing the presentation, because you kind of want to, uh, you know, I would just sort of say, reveal it in a, such a way that you're in full control of that situation of them going, yeah, I can do it. And then you might do those other reveals a yeah, bit later. Yeah. Yep. Now, in terms of how to use it, for me, it, um, I automatically had a, an idea. Of, of how to use it, yep. and and to I'm working with an organisation on, on a big pitch, you know, fifty million dollar deal, working on their pitch, and so one of the aspects of the of the the, the deal is the change management component. Big pro- project has a change management component, yeah. and one of the anti stories that the assessment panel will have is do we do we need to put that much investment into the change component of the project? Yes, roll out the backwards bike and say blah blah blah. This is why this is so big. Yeah, that would be cool. Wouldn't that it? would be so. We're doing. I'm totally we're doing it. I'm totally going to do it. I reckon we might pump up the whole sales of backward bikes here. I know we. <laughs> well, I'm 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 going to get one and, and use it because that that will totally make the point yeah. about why we are putting so much effort into this because the whole thing will fail because we'll all sit there going, yeah, 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 yeah. This all makes sense. Yes, but unless people realise the amount of effort that it takes to change behaviour. They won't get it. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's what, good. That's, yeah. That's well, I, I think I think yeah, any you would tell that story. I mean, I love the fact that in most cases you actually do the story as opposed to tell the story. Um, but when you're telling the story, I think it's you know any of those situations where you're talking to a group of people who are doing a big change program or a transformation program, and you want to give them ideas, like just like the idea that you've just got, you want to give them ideas to actually. Um, uh, you know, sort of do something different, get people, you know, on board with it. Definitely. Yeah. So as part of that encouragement, you go, and by the way, here's an example of a leader who's done that. Yes. You know, senior leader who's made a really great point using this backwards bike. What's our backwards bike? What can you use? What can you do to really emphasize your point, make what you're, um, the, the point you're trying to make memorable, the people tell stories about it afterwards? The other thing I think, if someone else was to tell this story about Karen, Karen Stanton, really, is you'd want to put a little bit more effort on um, IFF. So who are this IFF? Because you want to sort of be able to point out, this is one of the big companies in the world. It's one of the oldest American companies, right? I think it was, um, I have a feeling it was actually started in the 1700s, Right. So it's got this 
and I hope I'm right on that. I could I could be mistaken, but this is the. Oh, you keep the, talking. I'll Google you, it. Yeah, you Google <laughs> it. But the thing about it is that you know this is a, a corporation that is a global business. Um, all the and give some examples of of fragrances and and flavors that are actually you know she did uh, Karen did mention that you know we probably had already experienced at least once you know once for the day. Um, but it'd be nice to give some examples of that. So when people hear it, they go, oh, yeah, well, this is a big organization. Especially if you're talking to another, you know, you're in a big organization, people, again, like to hear stories of companies that are a bit similar in size and shape. Yeah. Yeah. Adds credibility. Yep, exactly. Um, so we've gone over what we like, what things uh, would. 1889. 1889. Yeah, it was an old company. It was maybe not 1700s. <laughs> was I exaggerating just a little bit? I know this is a little bit of a habit. My, my daughter always remind me, you know, I think you've gone too far, Dad. You know, so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've gone through our sort of key things that we like to do. So I suppose we get to the point of story rating. Okay, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm going to give it an eight simply because I I'm totally going to use it. I'm going to you know the flatter Karen. Yeah, you know, what is it that that uh, imitation is the, uh, the yeah that's right, form of flattery. Know. Well, I'm you're I'm, in there. I'm you're pinching that idea and uh, going to use it. I think it'll be extremely powerful. So really, uh, really loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an eight too. It's one I can use. I've already told that story. Uh, multiple times. I know it works. People are very interested. They they, they, they scratch your head. It's, it gives them ideas. So that's what you want. Fantastic. Okay. Is there anything that we need to uh, cover on things that are going on, things that people need to know about? Oh, Just I'm a- going on. A, I'm going on a dive holiday. That's what. That's the, one of the most important things that's going on. At okay. The well, yeah. And where is it again? I'm going to Raja Ampat. So it's a very remote part of Indonesia and one of the great dive locations in the world. That sounds awesome. Very hard to get to, which I kind of like. Are there sharks involved? There, there's sharks. There's always sharks. There's, there's always. Because you seem to be attracted to sharks. That's what I'm just sort of saying. They, they're an important part of our of our planet. I, I, <laughs> I, I do like them. Okay, that's fantastic. Well, you know, send us a message. Uh, have any questions. We'd love to answer them. And uh, just keep listening because... We really love it when you tune in and uh, listen to Anecdotally Speaking. So next week, we'll have another episode for you on really how you put these stories to work. So bye for now.